I'm Maga Ellison. The king! The small K, of course. Elvis Presley. Thank you for joining me this morning on this Monday morning. I guess the calm before the storm, perhaps. Boy, there's a lot of ways to interpret that, isn't there? Hey, tomorrow is a big election, so we have to be obviously concerned about that. You know, I'll ask you this. When you call in this morning, let me know if you have one voted already or two certainly if you haven't voted already you intend to vote tomorrow if you're an election day only if you cannot be swayed by my uh encouragement to get out and vote early absentee 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation obviously congressman Derek van norden joined me this morning on the program if you missed it the first half expressing his support and endorsement of Judge Jennifer Dorrell, and something that I touched on briefly that uh, when we were during the course of our conversation that I've been thinking about. I thought about this over the weekend. I tend to do a lot of thinking, FYI, in case you're wondering. And what I have started to wonder is if now there is going to be this, uh, this litmus test for every single conservative candidate from local all the way up to state and federal offices. So will presumably, if someone has never run for office before and they don't have a, a uh, so-called record to go back to to verify that they are indeed as conservative as they claim they are, are they disqualified from running for office? I mean, that's that's to me what is being claimed. And so that's what's frustrating. And I think decent people that want to run for office particularly i mean let's face it i can't really mention many on the left if any at least in this uh in in this century <laughs> however if if there are those that are, are are looking at this race and saying wow if i run if i run for office and i've never run for office before um am i going to be questioned on my credentials is is my word not good enough is is what I believe is my track record in my profession and the endorsement of those close that are closest to me is that not enough and that's I guess what is of concern to me and and the repercussions of the behavior that I've observed during the course of this primary it's it's disappointing to me it's something that I looked at uh, after the gubernatorial race, the gubernatorial primary, and I assessed my own point of view. And I, I thought, okay, you know what? We need to be united. I've said this already this morning. I'll say it again. We need to be united around the common cause to beat Janet Potato Chips. No, no, no. Janet Protasiewicz. We need to be united around that common cause. And how can, be, how can we be united if we are fighting amongst ourselves? 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation. First up this morning, 
Good morning and welcome to Feedback. Yes, good morning. No, I'm just an, an old white guy, but I was wondering uh, who's being replaced on the Supreme Court? Um, Justice Pat Rogensack is retiring after 20 years on the oh, uh, and that's a woman? state Supreme Court. Pa- Patience, yes. Pa- Pat Rogensack, yes. Oh, and that's a woman? Yes. Well, and I mean, I believe, been... I believe her pronouns you... are she and her. Ha ha. Sure. <laughs> I'm just sure kidding. I understand. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. So yes. how long has she been uh, uh, in that position? 20 years, two decades. Okay, and the reason why I'm asking, because I guess uh, um, that you can't replace a a woman that does an excellent job with another woman. I guess they're not qualified anymore. Uh, So I detect a hint of sarcasm. Yep, it is. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's frustrating because that particular person you speak of, uh, Justice Pat Rogensack, has put her reputation on the line and endorsed Judge Jennifer Doral. She's known Jennifer jo- Doral for a number of years. And yeah, that that was my reason why I was saying it because of what you're speaking about before that. Oh, I don't know if I can put a woman on if they can be qualified to hold that position. But but there was a woman on there. That, Right, right. Just well, being replaced. It, right. It, it it does defy logic, and you know, I I don't. Um, I, I mean, I guess what's what's most frustrating is that th- that are we going to come to a time uh, in, in public office where uh, only those who have passed a certain litmus test that some have uh, carefully crafted, I guess, are are only those people going to be. Uh, acceptable candidates to even run for office or declare that they want to run for office. It seems to me to be very unfair for one candidate to create a litmus test for uh, an opponent on the same side. Well, all I know is everybody I spoke to and everybody that I know is voting for Jennifer. So there you go. Well, tell me, what's your first name and where do you live? Uh, Carl in Adams County. Carl, okay. All right, well, I appreciate the call this morning, Carl, very much. And uh, and have you voted yet, or are you going to vote tomorrow? Oh, yeah, I voted uh, last week. You did? Now, are you always an early voter, or is this the first time no, you did it? No, I never was an early voter. Oh, well, I'm in, I'm 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 impressed. Me too. I I just I I was always one of those. Uh, hey, I'm voting on election day because that's what we're supposed to do. But uh, I I decided to change my tune. Well, so. it's kind of a trial and error thing because you know I don't know if they'll work. It'd be nice if that's the case. Right. Um, right. Well, we'll we, find out. Yes, absolutely. Well, Carl, thanks for calling in this morning. I appreciate you weighing in on the topic of the morning. I hope you have a wonderful day. You also. Bye. Thank you. Seven one five eight four five twenty one fifty five. If you'd like to join the conversation, I um, it's just it's it's terribly fr- frustrating for me. I guess that we that we have well that we have to again. It's it's like deja vu to me over and over again that we have the same. I don't know. We repeat the same behaviors, expecting different results, and this circular firing squad or this. Beating each other up is has just got to end. 715-845-2155. Good morning and welcome to Feedback. Yeah, hey, Meg. Uh, this is uh, Chris in Wisconsin Rapids. 
Hey, uh, I thought it was great that you had on Moms for Liberty earlier. Um, I'm actually a Moms for Liberty member. However, I'm uh, not as active because uh, I'm, a, I'm also in the Wood County uh, area, um, and their meetings are the same day as our school board meetings. So I'm, I'm uh, you know, certainly supporting them, uh, just always going to the school board meetings. Uh, but well, the reason I'm calling in is I'm actually one of the candidates in the Wisconsin Rapids uh, school board. Oh. Excellent. Well, so I'm so how fortuitous because so you can you can give our listeners who are in the Wisconsin Rapids School Board area the tip on who to vote for tomorrow. Absolutely. So yeah, um, my name is uh, Chris Inda, and uh, so yeah, uh, obviously tomorrow's election. But uh, you know, when you had Mike on with uh, Moms for Liberty, uh, you know, a lot of what he was talking about. I'm looking right at one of my flyers here. So, you know, open dialogue with parents, parental choice, uh, being fiscally responsible, uh, you know, looking at our test scores. Uh, and a lot of the same numbers that, you know, Mike gave are, are similar here in the Rapids area. You know, I'm looking at our, like, our reading uh, test scores in our district. And, and you know, our kids are, uh, you know, 70% of them are not reading at a proficient level. And, it, and it's just, it's gone down. And this is, you know, even gone down from before, you know, uh, COVID issues. So, uh, you know, focusing back on, on, on the curriculum, uh, you know, getting rid of any of these extra social type of, you know, issues uh, in the school and just focus on that traditional curriculum, uh, you know, and, and get these test scores back up to where they're, they're performing where they should be. So are you, uh, how many seats are up for school board in Wisconsin Rapids, and right. how many and how many opponents do you have, Chris? Yep. So there are two seats that are open, uh, five individuals running, uh, and so tomorrow's election primary, you'll you'll be able to vote for two people, um, and that'll take it down to four then. Uh, the, the five total running. All right. Okay. All right. So so Chris, you is there anyone else on the ballot that you would say, or just vote Chris Chris only? <laughs> no, uh, so uh, there's another individual that, uh, I w- you know, uh, get along with, uh, you know, Mike Derry is his name. Okay. Uh, and he's someone that has, uh, holds, uh, you know, conservative values. views as okay. well. All right. And, uh, you know, so, you know, one of the other points I wanted to mention, Meg, yes. is that, you know, we talk about being, being involved or being invested. And, uh, you know, currently all of our uh, school board members, uh, you know, none of them have kids in school. And, oh uh, you know, as, as a parent of two young kids, I think that's highly important uh, to, to have at least a voice on that school board mm-hmm. of, you know, parents, uh, you know, that, that are going through the same struggles. So I've got a, I've got two young daughters, a, a five year old and a soon to be seven year old. And uh, so, you know, just, uh, having that having that, uh, you know, that voice for all those parents. You know what? I am. Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but I am so proud of you for your willingness to. I mean, a, a, as a young dad, obviously you're working full time to support your family too, and uh, you decided to take the big step of running for office and getting involved. And I applaud you for that. So there are. There's only one Chris with a C and one Mike with an M that are on the on the primary ballot. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, Yep. In, in alphabetical order, those are the two. If you are in the w- Wisconsin Rapids School District, Chris and Mike are the guys that you want to support in this uh, primary tomorrow. So, Chris, are you a primary, uh, or I should say, are you an election day voter, or did you vote early? I have not voted early. Uh, yeah, 
mostly been uh, you know on the on election day. Although I carry with me a stack of uh, absentee ballot applications for anybody that I you know talk to that uh, does want to vote early. I certainly support it. We we've got to use all the options available. Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm not opposed to it. Well, God love you for getting involved as you have in roll, rolling up your sleeves. I really appreciate you calling in, and thank you so much. I'm glad you got through, and thanks so much for putting yourself out there and running for office. And I you wish bet, you Meg. wish you the best, and I'll I will keep an eye on this uh, the the results of the election tomorrow, obviously for many reasons, and uh, um, and do stay in touch, and and I will pray that you prevail, and then we can connect again so that you can promote your candidacy for the general election as well. Awesome. Great. Thanks for your time, Meg. Thank you, Chris. All the best. You have a great day. 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation. Good morning and welcome to Feedback. Hey, Meg. Carl from Mosley. Hello, Carl. Hey, I have an echo on my phone. I don't know if... Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I don't know why. Go ahead. Anyway, I want to thank you for lighting a fire under my butt. You're welcome. I, uh, I I started going and being a poll worker for the last three elections, and I just voted last week, which I've never done. So all right. Well, was it was it hard? Was it painful? Was it scary? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say so. I <laughs> it I, I I felt funny doing it, but I know. Anyway, I just want to thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in, Carl. Thanks for being a poll worker. I sincerely appreciate it. Hope you have a great day. 715-845-2155. Good morning and welcome to Feedback. Hey, Meg. Good morning. Good morning. Is this Lewis? This is Lewis. Ah, the, rec- the recognizable <laughs> voice of Lewis. How are you today? I'm well, Molly. Thank you for all you do. Um, just wanted to remind people that, you know, politics ultimately is a fight for power. And... Uh, you know, we have the ability to win this, but we have to get involved. And that means, you know, you need to talk to your relatives. You need to talk to friends that you know might not be voting. And you need to offer them rides to the polls and, and just emphasize to them again and again and again how important this is and, and what's at stake. Uh, we are in a position where we can be strong force multiplier players if, if we choose to. But this is exactly what the left is going to do. The left has uh, all this dark money, all this dark money that went to Ukraine that comes from George Soros. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have pizza parties for these kids uh, down at, um, down at you know, the Wisconsin University system. Um, you know, they go out of the way to make sure that people are, are registered and they put a ballot in their hands, even though they don't know, have a clue about any of these people. You know, we, we need to, we need to beat them at their own game. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if, if you want your freedom, not only for you, but for future generations, you need to do this now because our, our freedom is online. Like, uh, I don't think people understand to the degree that they should uh, how much of our freedom can be taken away if we get the wrong person. At- yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, you said something about dark money. And just to remind our listeners that Janet Protasewicz, uh of the $195,000 that she got, Two weeks ago, only 7,500 of that 195,000 came from in-state donors. So that means that people from outside of Wisconsin are trying to buy this state Supreme Court election. So 
to to me that means that everything is on the line and so much will change to to the detriment of Wisconsin citizens if Janet Protasewicz is elected. So we have to be mindful of that. And I agree too about letting people know about don't assume that they know that tomorrow is election day. I and I I appreciate you reminding me of this because I texted my son and his girlfriend that lived down in Milwaukee last week and I you know gave him a whole earful or a text eyeful of of a text about the election and where they can go. I even looked up their their polling places so that they knew where to go so there were no problems, but I'm going to remind them again today and then again tomorrow and I'm sure I'll get a text back from my son saying, "Okay, mom, I get it." But uh, we have to do whatever we have to do to ensure that we win this one. I totally agree. And ask them to, you know, think of others that they know uh, who, who they can also have influence over and uh, can, can direct them uh, to freedom. Well, thanks for all that you do, Lewis. I got you first. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for calling in this morning. I hope you have a great day. You too. Thank you so much. Thanks. Seven one five eight four five twenty one fifty five. Good morning and welcome to Feedback. Hey, Meg, this is Mike. Morning. How are you today? Good, how are you? Good. i kind of getting into this conversation with uh, Derek a little bit late, but um, did he mention the fact that um, because Kelly had gotten beat once before that maybe he wasn't the candidate to vote for? Because well, if that's the case, I mean, Van Orden was beat. And he ran again and was victorious. I don't understand the point. Well, he d- he did not he did not talk, bring that up at all. Uh, actually. Okay. So no. We, I guess I'd heard that someplace else then. Oh yeah. Well, that and I don't know. They the elections I, don't have one. There was, don't have anything to do with one another. But I, I, I see what you're saying. Well, there was an ad that was. Uh, I thought I heard it last week on your show, talking about that very point, and I was just. Um, you know, and when when uh, Justice Kelly ran the last time, he was highly endorsed by a lot of people. So I guess I don't understand the difference this time around. I know uh, Mrs. Doro has gotten a lot of publicity because of the uh, Waukesha trial and everything, but I don't think that should take anything away from Dan Kelly. Well, and and I think that if uh, if Dan Kelly had focused on his qualifications and as opposed to attacking his other conservative opponent who has also the possibility of winning uh, tomorrow then I you know I think this this a lot of this conversation would not have happened in the first place and that I think that's yeah. that's what w- was troubling and has been troubling to me is that I truly was going to remain neutral on this and just tell people do your research and go vote and that was it. But when uh, members of uh, Kelly's campaign, which I say the buck stops with him, reached out to me personally and sent me text messages and emails uh, stating things about Jennifer Doro and her son that were um, unsubstantiated, just what I would consider to be dirty politics, I just I, I couldn't remain silent and I couldn't remain neutral any longer. And that's that's why I spoke out about it. But that's well, I, that's my point I of agree. view. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think that's really sad when conservatives go after each other. I mean, and their kids, be, you know, I think yeah, something well, it shouldn't exactly. family family members yeah. should be should be left out of it. And I think it it I've heard from a lot of moms that have said the same thing that I have said. This that do not 
attack someone's kid. And that to me, I guess, was the low blow that, that made, was the deciding factor for me. But well, yep. so Mike, are you voting tomorrow or did you already vote? I'm voting tomorrow. You My vote. wife and I are voting tomorrow. We have voted early in the past, but this year it just uh, didn't work out. We are just returning from Florida. Oh, you lucky duck. In the freedoms, <laughs> the freedom state of Florida. Well, I hope you had a nice, nice, very warm time while you were there. <laughs> we did. And uh, thanks for your show. I really appreciate it. We listen as often as we can. I, I think you guys do a great job. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks. I appreciate the compliments, and I am very grateful that you tune in. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I appreciate the call today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to go to a break. I'll be back with final thoughts on WSAU Feedback. Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for joining me this morning. The four hours of pro. Okay, someday I'm going to say it really seriously. Programming gold. As a reminder, you can always go out to WSAU.com for all of the conversations that we have during the course of the morning. Want a quick reminder, obviously, talked about the election. Tomorrow! You only have tomorrow to vote at this point. So take your neighbors, friends, colleagues, coworkers, whomever. Encourage them, implore them, explain to them why this election is so important. The other thing I want to tell you quickly... Republican Party of Lincoln County has a Lincoln Day dinner this coming Saturday, the 25th. Starts at 11 a.m. Dinner at 11 a.m. What could be what could be better than that? And I will be speaking, so I hope to see you there. There'll be a number of other. Kelvin Callahan, Mary Felskowski. Several other speakers as well. Got a boogie. Hope you have a great day. God bless. Talk with you again tomorrow. I'm a-